Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. This is your Bible Talk program where we take a turn down relationship lane as we deal with relationships on Relationship Wednesday. There is a challenge I have here for the men and for the women and a lively discussion dealing with relationships. So we encourage you to call and we try, we try on this particular day as much as possible to limit our calls to relationship issues. That's what we want to do. Um, Definitely uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, we deal with theology, doctrine, all that stuff. Uh, And so on this day, if we can, we want to focus as much as possible on relationship stuff. So if you have a problem relationship you want to talk about, questions about relationships are welcome here, uh, as well as your answers to our challenges that we'll be giving on this program. So begin to dial at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on a Relationship Wednesday program. And, of course, I'm waiting for uh, Sister Moss to call in. So as soon as she, well, I'm going to begin the program and she'll just have to piggyback (laughs) on it here, but we're waiting for her call. Uh, And, uh, uh, and also waiting for your call as well. You can call anytime you get ready at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss with any question you have about relationships and relationship issues. Okay, all you have to do is give us a call on that. Relationships very important, uh, not only just in terms of marriage, but we're talking about friendships as well. And we will have challenges that deal with the whole uh, subject and issue of uh, uh, of friendships. Uh, and so, all relationship stuff is welcome here. So, if there's friendship issues that you have, or uh, dating issues that you have, or marital issues that you have then, or divorce issues that you have. This is the number to call. This is the program, Relationship Wednesday, on the Bible Talk program. All right? So we have a balance in Bible Talk where we deal with theology, and also we deal with uh, Christian living issues as well, including marriage and friendships and all of that. So give us a call right now at area code 866 423 
866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss with any uh, questions you have or inquiries about relationships. That's welcome here on this particular program. And uh, this Wednesday, very good Wednesday for me. Uh, uh, now on Wednesdays, I used to teach a class on Wednesdays that I no longer teach, and it still got tears in my eyes. I had to turn that over to another pastor of mine, very competent man, uh, pastor uh, uh, elder who's doing it for me, and he does a, a great job, Elder Murray. Uh, and it's what I do on Wednesdays now is counseling. In, in other words, I counsel uh, anyone with any problems they have. I give pastoral counseling from 10 to about 1 o'clock. That's right. You can make an appointment to see me. Uh, during that particular time, and we can talk about anything that's on your mind dealing with your relationships. And I did have a uh, a client today, uh, and uh, so uh, definitely take advantage of this opportunity. I, uh, uh, you know, it's totally confidential what we talk about. It's pastoral counseling. Uh, bring your Bible. If not, I'll give you one because we find our answers in there. And uh, nothing wrong with re, uh, resorting to uh, psychological knowledge, but the Bible is what it's all about. So remember that. Just give a call at uh, area code 313-933-9270. That's area code 313-933-9270. And you'll reach Strictly Biblical. And uh, Karen, our uh, secretary, will be able to give you an appointment to see me. All right, let's talk to Sister. Hello, honey. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, but you know now, you know, whenever I'm late, you 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 kind of, you know you chastise me, not right, right now now you know I'm only paying you back. Where were you? You really want to know? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I guess if you put it that way, it might be something we might want to talk about on the air, huh? You know, I, I I I was sitting here waiting, looking at the clock. I said, "Okay, got a few minutes, got a few minutes." And uh, you know how I do sometimes. All of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep. Yes. <laughs> you you fell asleep. Yes, I did. Now you know that I brings did. back memories for me. I know. I remember yeah. years ago, a radio again. It was a radio. Uh, Marcus, you'll love this story. It was a radio situation. Yes. Me and Sister Moss, this is when we were with uh, Pastor Bogle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. about, oh, over 11 years ago. And we were on doing uh, a... Oh, longer than that. Longer than oh, that. It's been long, 20, and, tw- almost about 25 years. Well, you're right. It was, it was a long while ago. But we were on radio together. It was at midnight. Some poor yes. lady called with... We're supposed to be praying for people. This poor lady called and poured out her heart. And I said, oh, honey, uh, we'll take your request right now. Sister Moss is going to pray with you right now. And, Marcus, do you know what everybody heard on the airwaves that night? (laughs) Sister Moss was sleeping. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We couldn't take it. I I don't know. She was sleeping, and the woman was needing prayer. But Sister Moss will not sleep on this program today. No, I would not. No, I would not. No, I would not. But that's why I'm late. I am late. All right. uh, I'm I'm here now. I'm here and I am alert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have a fascinating program. In fact, uh, this is dealing with the definitions of love. And it comes actually from a teaching. I'm going to give this teaching again uh, in some relationship formats where we gave uh, a lot of definitions which talk about love. In other words, love can be defined in different ways. 
And, and it's very important to know what a person means when they say, I love you. What kind of mm-hmm. love is it? People love their dogs, their pets. They love their job. They love their relatives. You know, they different, love food. They love food. food. <laughs> and some of them will be looking at you starry-eyed, not because they love you, but because they love sex, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so what is love? What does it mean? So that's what the challenge is. So what happens is, those in the listening audience, your job, be you male or female, is to tell us what these definitions mean. And, uh, of course, me and Sister Moss are the judge. We've both got the definitions here. If you're right, you get a point. If not, yay. But if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, And we have, let me see, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six of them do. No, seven, actually, because there's one written down on our, yeah, and you have it on yours too, Sister Moss, which is... Mm -hmm. True love. So let's start. Would you give them the first uh, 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 word, uh, word or first definition that they've got to define? Okay. Uh, what uh, we're looking for this evening is we're looking for you to call in and to tell us what polygamous love is. Let me pronounce that again. Polygamous love. What is it? All right. What is the definition of polygamous love? That's that's a love. We can prove that it's a love. Uh, is it good? Is it bad? Polygamous has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Give us a definition of it. If you get it right, then you get a side for your point. Right now, Sister Moss, as I always do, I'm putting men on one side and women on the other and we're going to see who gets the most points in this particular challenge. We do have a caller. His name, Sister Moss, is Jeff. Jeff. So that lets me think that it's not a female. It is a male. So let's see what Jeff can do for us. Hello, Jeff. Hey, how are you, Pastor Moss? Really I'm good. Calling about something. I'm calling about something that's off the subject. Sorry. I, um, I called you last night about the Josephus question, and I'm having such a difficult time finding uh, that particular that particular passage or the uh, chapter where he's talking about Deuteronomy twenty eight sixty eight. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything that you might have, or a copy of that you might have? Oh, I tell you what, like on the next uh, on the next program, that'll be top and center. I'm writing it down right now. I'll give you the exact place in Josephus where you can find that on our next uh, Bible Talk program. Okay? Yes, sir. I sure will. All right. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for calling. Yeah, that's an important thing. If you can't trace it down, your biblical consultant, I will do that for you. Now, the number to call, I guess he's dealing with some black uh, Hebrew uh, Israelites that he wants uh, to make sure he has some information ready for him. So we're going to help him. All right, let's go to Paul in Newport. Hello, Paul. Uh, good evening. I'd like to try the definition, if I may, please. Okay, get it right, Paul. All the guys and all the men out there in the listening audience are counting on you, Paul, in Newport. Polygamy is the practice of where a man may have more than one wife, as was found, for example, Abraham had, I believe, four and several other concubines, um, and then Jacob had Rachel and Leah, and I think a couple more after that. Uh, But it's practiced in some parts of the world today, particularly in the Middle East, among some Islamic cultures, and right here in this country, among some splinter groups from the Latter-day Saints Church. Now, now here's what you did. You described polygamy excellently. Okay? Mm-hmm. That you did a good job at. But here, the definition is, what is polygamous love? Love. Is yeah. there such thing, what is polygamous love? 
Oh, my goodness. I went for the adjective instead of the noun. <laughs> you were deep. You were breaking it down. All right. Well, polygamous love would probably be the ability to be in love with more than one person at the same time. All right. Is that possible? Um, I don't see why it would not be. However, um, we are so uh, culturally in the habit of one husband, one wife, you know, is it possible? I mean, I heard a fellow one time on a television program talking about um, being in a situation where he had families and one, one family on the West Coast, one on the East, and they neither one knew about each other. He drove a truck. And the question was asked, why can't you believe I love both those women with all my heart? Well, what happens so, is, yeah. So, so you're saying that that is that is possible, but I don't I don't think it has so much to do with the culture. Well, it does for some people, but for me and for a lot of people in the body of Christ, it's a matter of what the Bible says. For instance, in First well, Corinthians chapter seven, it says uh, where Paul writes, "Now, for the matters you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry." You know, he was celibate, thought others should be so as yeah. well. But he says each man. He said, but since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marriage duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband. Okay? And he says, you do this to avoid fornication. And all he talks about is one man and one woman. Well, I understand. I would also bring up the other place where the only restriction I've ever seen in the New Testament on marriage is that bishops should practice monogamy. Let a bishop have. But what I'm telling you here, but I'm telling you, I'm in the New Testament now, Paul. First Corinthians seven is New Testament. So if your argument is from the New Testament, then we're looking at a. a, You're saying that Paul contradicted himself because he wrote Corinthians and Timothy, and here he says for everybody, he writes this for the whole church. The matters I wrote unto you, it is good for a man. Not talking about a bishop, not to uh, to marry, but since there is no, there is so much immorality, each man period, should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. One man, one woman, by the way, just like it said in Genesis. Well, by the way, please don't think I was arguing with you. I was not. No, was you were not. I'm, no, you weren't. I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to correct something that you said when you said that the only place it was was in Timothy, and that was dealing with bishops, and I was just trying to just correct that, not arguing with oh, you, okay. but pointing out in First Corinthians oh. 7 it had nothing to do with bishops, and still it talks about monogamy. But in terms well, of what you say, said, in terms of what you I said, would, though, Sister Moss, is he right about saying that uh, that's what the definition of polygamous love? Uh, well, he, you know, sort of. If he could add just a little bit more to it, it would make it a little bit better. What I could think. he? Be, what could he have added to it? Sexual relationships. Well, it's, we got that. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm sure of that. In fact, the definition is a form, uh, and, I, and I think he, in terms of defining polygamous love, after we uh, gave him the definition clear, a form of love, mostly erotic, which involves having sexual relationships and strong sexual, sexual attraction, attraction to, to many, many lovers, lovers at the same yeah. time. Now, this, of course, is what uh, we see Solomon did. And what Absolutely. It says, and I, yeah. had a, I had a sister once who told me, well, uh, you can't be in love with more than one person. Well, it's not true love 
But it's a type of love. Why? It's a type of love. Because yes. it says in First Kings eleven and one, King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you can do it. Yeah. You shouldn't do it, especially you shouldn't be marrying them and, and loving them. But uh, that's something that was uh, uh, allowed in the Old Testament by God, even though it's something that He did not approve of. Well, I will say this: as a confirmed monogamist for many, many years now, that what works for me. And, <laughs> well, it better and, work for uh, ev- it, it better work for everybody. If in fact, right. in the Bible, in First Corinthians seven, it's called fornication. But thank that's you, right. sir. You have given uh, the men their first point. So we've got one, Sister Moss. There we go. We're getting a little accolades already. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with uh, with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss. Honey, we got to take a break, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. I can't say nothing, nothing, shut up, shut up, don't want to open my mouth. Has humor and freedom of speech been smothered to the point of no return? From the creators of No Safe Spaces comes the Facebook Live event, Not Allowed to Laugh, Free Speech, and the Death of Comedy, hosted by Eric Metaxas, with the stars of No Safe Spaces, Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager, with special guests, comedian Kareth Foster, Wednesday, May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, a lively hour-long conversation about the state of comedy and free speech today and the challenges of making the movie No Safe Spaces. To be a part of this event, please follow No Safe Spaces on Facebook. Questions for Eric, Dennis, and Adam can be asked on Facebook using hashtag No Safe Spaces. Don't miss Not Allowed to Laugh, Free Speech, and the Death of Comedy. May 13th, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the No Safe Spaces Facebook page. A safe space for laughter and free speech. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning. Right here in America every day, more than 30 million children rely on school for food, eating breakfast or lunch, oftentimes both at school. With 97% of schools closed, many for the rest of the school year, many families will be hard-pressed to keep children from going hungry without help. For more than 100 years, Save the Children has been meeting the needs of children and families around the world and right here at home every day and in times of crisis. And right now, with your help, they're making sure that children get the nutrition they need until school is back in session. Your gift of $100 can provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10 out-of-school children in need for one day. Call 888-884-4836, and for just $100, you can fill 10 bellies for one day with Save the Children. That's 888-884-4836, or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Just look for the Save the Children banner. Wednesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg continues our study of Jonah. Not that the contemporaries of Jonah were able to see this messianic foreshadowing, but they did see this. Rebellion against God is wrong. Death is the appropriate penalty. God is able to rescue from death, and grace and salvation are capable of offsetting even the most atrocious sins. A message of hope Wednesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 830 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. 
Faith Talk Detroit. Tonight's Bible Talk program is pre-recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss. Mary, do you have any closing comments about the uh, whole concept of polygamous love? No, no no closing uh, comments, but uh, definitely we know that uh, this polygamous love definitely should not be something that's a part of the Christian lifestyle. We know that for sure, because you've established that in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where it says if, uh, you know, uh, that uh, it's better to marry than to burn, first of all, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And it also admonishes uh, uh, everyone to have her own husband and every husband to have his own wife. And even, right, if God had wanted it, if God had really intended it to be that way, then Adam, when he created woman, it would have been Mary Jane... (laughs) Sally, so he didn't Ruby, do that. So, Sally. yeah. So it's a long. Yeah. It's a, it yeah. gets into a, mm-hmm. a, a discussion where we have to go and see that there's things God allowed in the Old Testament that are done away with in the New. But that's that's for another uh, situation that we have. So, yeah. so we yeah. have something else though uh, next here for people to think about. Yes, we do. Marcus jumps on every word. His mind is is just it goes like a motor. Uh, <laughs> What what is the next uh, definition, Sister Moss? The next one is uh, what is temporary love? Temporary love. Temporary, and that word temporary can just pretty much, I think it pretty much <laughs> gives it away. But uh, what is temporary love? All right. What so, is, what is the definition, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. in the listening audience, to temporary love? But once again, what is the definition to temporary love? Now, sisters, so far, all we've got is one point here. On the board, and it's for guys. Uh, and Sister Moss, your ladies aren't helping you today. Do you want to say something to them? They're not. No, 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 no. Sisters calling. Yeah, I just like to. Now I know we have some sisters out there listening. I know you tuned in. So now you don't sit back, because if you sit back and not call, then the men are going to call. So sisters, <laughs> come on. Dial that number. Dial that number. All right. Can you believe it? Can you believe it that we've got guys more interested in relationships than women? Wow. That's very hard to believe. I always thought that was the way it was. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's see if Luke can put a point on the board. Hello, Luke. (laughs) Hey, Pastor Moss. How are you? Real good, sir. I I have to disagree with you. I hate to disagree with you, but I got it. I got a question on the polygamist. Thing. Okay. Because to me, it scripture doesn't condemn it. And it's not fair to say God doesn't approve of it. And the reason that I say that is because like, for instance, in second Samuel with David and Nathan comes to him and tells him the story about the lamb and all that jazz. Uh huh. God says, I, I gave you all these wives and I gave you the house of Israel and the house of Judah and all that. Uh-huh. And if that had been too little for you, I would have given you so much more. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. It says and, that in the text. No, you know, we have it all the way back to Lamech in Genesis two, uh, 4 or 5. Uh-huh. And, you know, God was so specific 
throughout the law and all this stuff to 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 describe exactly what sin was well, in I hear all you. of these different I, I hear you, and, and but what I want to respond to that is, is this. Definitely, what you said is exactly so. But if we compare it to something else, we find out that we can make the same analogy. That, in fact, okay. divorce was allowed mm-hmm. in Deuteronomy chapter 24 by Moses mm-hmm. for a whole number of reasons. In fact, Jesus had to deal with it over in Matthew chapter 19. And this is what is trouble for me to get around. Now, first I went to 1 Corinthians 7, but here it's just as a, it, it's so clear till, you know, they came to him. In fact, we're going to do this uh, 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 briefly and get to our challenge, where what happens uh, at verse, uh, uh, let me find it here. Yeah, in verse 7, verse 5, no, verse 4. This is Matthew 19 and 4. Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning, well, I, I got to go further than this. Three, Matthew 19 and 3. Some Pharisees came to him to test him. They asked, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Now, they were trying to bait Jesus because they know there were two schools of thoughts amongst the uh, religious leaders about this. Jesus said, verse 4, haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female, okay? And said, for this reason, shall a man will leave his father and his mother, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Just one. Not many fleshes. Not done yet, though. Then, so there are no longer two but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. Then, all of a sudden, they dealt with something that you're dealing with now. Because the next verse, verse 7, why then, they asked, did Moses command? Because they say Moses, but actually, God allowed Moses to do this. Why then, they asked, did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Look at Jesus' reply. Verse 8, Jesus replied, Moses permitted you, permitted you, God allowed him to permit you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard. But it was not that way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. So in other words, Jesus, it was something allowed in the Old Testament, which is disallowed in the New. To me, it's clear in Matthew 19, and 1 Corinthians 7 backs that up. I don't see it as being clear. I see the, the, you know, love his wife and all this and not have fornication. I get that, but Mm -hmm. I'm just not finding anywhere where he says it's ever a bad... Well, what what did Jesus say? What I just read you in 19, in terms of divorce. A man leaves his father and mother. Oh, divorce? Yeah, if divorce was permitted, and then, now, that's no longer, you can't divorce like Moses allowed in the Old Testament, nor right, can the you... the of her heart. Right, the heart, that's right, God allowed it then, but he doesn't allow it now. And in the same sense with polygamy, what, what, Paul's, what Paul says is a man has a woman, and that's it, no more. And if you, any other relationship other than that is uh, fornication or adultery in First Corinthians 7. A man I has, get that. To go outside of the marriage vows, that's, that's obviously fornication, but you're not going outside of the marriage vows. No, he, he says more than that. And this is what you, I think you're trying to get around, but it's okay. It says, now for the matters you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to marry. But since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife, not wives. And each woman should have her own husband. The husband should fulfill his married duty to his wife. Everything there in the singular. Nothing, and, and so anything outside of that one man, one woman relationship, seems but, to me is condemned in the Bible now. Allowed in the Old Testament, just like divorce was, but no longer. 
for any mm-hmm. reason. Okay, but I got to move it. on. Yeah, I got to move right. on. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Still looking for a definition of uh, temporary love. What, mm-hmm. what is that? Let's go to McCoy. Oh, McCoy, give us a point. Hi, McCoy. How you doing, Pastor Mark? I'm doing great. I, I, I came to your church Sunday. I was kind of in a hurry. I was going to come down there and greet you, but I had to move on right quick. So oh, man, you should have came down. I enjoyed the message. I really enjoyed the message. I really did. Oh, well, thank you. Good thank message. you. Yes. But, you know, <clears throat> my question I'm about to ask you is not on that subject. <laughs> The, the, it's a different different question. It doesn't pertain to temporary love at all. Okay, what are you going to talk about? Oh, okay. I just wanted to know because it seemed like y'all were really heavy into that. I didn't want to yeah, we are, and I'm trying to uh, to deal with re- relationships, but yet I want to hear where I might have to uh, uh, go into what you're asking uh, more extensively, but, but what what do you want to put on okay. the table? My, my, my question is, is, you know, about God creation, um, was it 6,000 years? Like, as it says, one day is with God, a thousand years. Uh-huh. Is that how it goes? Now, then it says evening and morning, the first day. Mm-hmm. So now we got evening and morning with the 24-hour period. Well, so how in God's calendar... That first day, look with evening and morning. Well, to be honest with you, this is something that we'll never know. Theologians have their opinions, uh, uh, their views on it. Uh, but the Bible, we know that before the sun, the days were uh, were not regulated by a 24-hour cycle, even though they could have been 24 hours. Um, uh, and we know uh, that the term day could, uh, sometimes is used in the Bible for a period of time. So we really do not know. And now, once we get to uh, day four with the creation of the sun, then pretty much uh, you can talk in terms of 24 hours. But in terms of uh, 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 before then, there, uh, you know, it could have been any, any amount of years. That we're not definitely, definitely sure of. Uh, nothing in that uh, makes you a heretic to believe either way. Uh, and, and, and also another thing, none of those views opens up the door to uh, a belief in evolution. So we'll talk about that, but that's for our Tuesday, Thursday, McCoy. Call back then, man. We'll get into it in more detail. He snuck that in. We're going to go to Dave in in Hazel Park. How you doing, Dave? Uh, bless you, Pastor Moss, and your family, and Mrs. Moss. Is that, uh, call, is that call conditional? Uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, in the Bible, there's uh, different types of love. Is it, you know, God loves us to the copy love. Conditional is that when we do this right or we do that wrong or we please this or whatever, they please us or whatever, right? Oh, so you're saying that your temporary love, you're saying, is the definition of it conditional? Conditional love, right. You know, you love somebody, but then you, <laughs> I don't, it, that, that's what it comes to me. Maybe I'd be wrong. Okay. <laughs> you love it. But if the condition's not right, you give the love up, huh? Yeah, I love you if you do this, or I love you if you do that, or whatever. You know how that goes. Well, one thing, Sister Moss, we have to agree. Uh, that sounds like some kind of temporary love, doesn't it? It, it does, but it's not the temporary love. Ah, she's going to tell you quick because she knows that she wants the women to get the point. So, Dave, that's not uh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you for calling. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Pastor Moss. God bless. Uh, all right, he didn't He didn't get it. Do we, now, what do we do? Do we give this answer and move to the next one, Sister Moss? 
Um, perhaps do we have enough time to try another caller? Oh, we can. All right. Okay. And, and women really need to call. Area code eight six. I'm telling you. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That number again. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air with uh, Pastor Moss and Sister Moss on a Relationship Wednesday, where we're asking now for the definition of temporary love. Now, men already got one point, and we can win with one point as long as women only have zero, and women will have zero unless they call. And I'll have to go home. My wife's going to be crying, but that's okay. I'll soothe her if you women don't call. And try to help her. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor and Sister Moss. What is the meaning of temporary love? It is a definition uh, that has been used. In fact, I've talked about it in my uh, discussions of marriage and family. What? Mm-hmm. How would you define? How would you define temporary love? Listen, listening audience, it can't be that hard, can it? Oh, no. Number, <laughs> the first word, the first word is, is almost a giveaway. Yeah, it's right. It's almost a mm-hmm. giveaway. Uh, it, it, listen, guys, this is so easy. Even the guys can get it. Number to call, area code okay. 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. What is the definition of temporary love? How would you define temporary love? Give us this definition, and you uh, will give a point to your side, whether you're male or female, and you also will become a scholar or scholaress for today. Uh, All right. And, Sister Moss, I helped you. I just helped you. Well, great. Because we have a caller, and her name, I'm sure it's a her, I hope so, is Tammy. Hello, Tammy. All right. And, Sister Moss, I helped you. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Yes, my name is Tammy. Okay. Um, I missed the first word that was given, and it's for temporary love. Yeah, the definition. What we Uh need from you, Tammy, is what is the definition of temporary love? Oh, the definition. I'm thinking infatuation, but you ask for a definition, not just a word. Yeah, how would you define it? Temporary love. Because what you said could be a part of the definition. Okay. Um, let's see, temporary love, just momentarily, not, not a long span of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What about that, Sister Moss? That's, you know, that's good enough for me. Well, i tell you what, I'd have to admit. That's, that's good enough for me. And just, she could have added just a couple of more words, but you know, that she, I, she just summed it up, really, really summed it up. All right. <laughs> Well, she got it then. I'll give it. You know, I can't argue with my wife. Oh, no, I will. <laughs> hey, uh, Tammy, if she said you got it, you got it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Mary. <Good> lady. <laughs> that's right. Yes. We're tied up. Uh, Sister Moss, give us that definition. Okay. The definition is um, where one has strong feelings of emotional and sexual attachment toward a love object. However, these feelings can end dramatically and suddenly, and this love can quickly turn to hate. In other words, get what you want. You know, you're real nice and serpent, what have you. You get what you want. You're so in love with this person. You get what you want. Then all of a sudden, mm, all done. It's over with. Let me move on to someone else, perhaps. 
That, that's right. Oh. Temporary love. And, 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 and no doubt, if, if I were to ask you uh, this question, uh, uh, Tammy, if you, if you, what would be the primary motivation, you think, behind temporary love? What would the person be looking for? Uh person would probably be looking for immediate companionship and they, after they get with the person, they find out they really don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, okay, could be. What do you think, Sister Moss? Oh, sex. Sex, yeah. That's right. That would be the better one. That's right. That would be the better one. I love you, baby. I thought they was hot. That's right. I love you. I love you. And as soon as they get to have sex with you, then the love is gone. Now, the the amazing thing about it, we find an example of this in the Bible. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Between uh, Amon and Tamar. Remember Mm -hmm. David's son, Amon? And uh, his half-sister, Tamar? He was so enamored by her. He wanted a sexual relationship with her. Uh, he wow. said he was sick and, uh, and uh, said, send in uh, uh, Tamar to help me. And what it says in Second um, uh, uh, Samuel 13, and uh, in fact, uh, verse 15 and 16. Do you have that, Mary? Yes. Okay, I, read, I, read that for us. Read 15 yes, and 16. I do have that, and it reads like this. First, uh, chapter 13, verses um, 15 and 16. Well, I, I thought I had, but I do. Just give me a second here. I'm right here. <laughs> Uh, it reads like this. It says that um, then Amnon hated her exceedingly, so that the hatred with which he hated her was greater than the love with which he had loved her. And Amnon said to her, Arise, be gone. Yeah, get up and get out. She said to him, No, indeed, this evil of sending me away is worse than the other than you did to me. Yeah. So, I mean, he just, I mean, how can you, I mean, go from love to hate? But he got what he wanted, and after that, it was it's like, okay. Yeah, she came hand, in, he, he raped her. He, over. Yeah, he raped her he after he got it. And the, and the sad thing about it, you got men who are very much like Abnon. Mm-hmm. You, you do? Know? But two sisters yeah, about you've got women as well. Got this temporary yeah. mentality or this temporary sex fix. Mm-hmm. A temporary right. sex fix mm-hmm. where, you know, they get with someone and the, the, the whole motivation is just to have sex. And when they have sex, they're done. Now, let's, be, let's be fair now. Women sometimes want that sex women fix, too. Because you do have, you That's know, that we have some women who refer to men as dogs. But then there are what you call doggettes. For, right. for every dog, Daddy. there's a doggette. Well, Tammy, thank you for the discussion. We're tied up now. Men have one. Women have one. I think men are still going to win. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction, you know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. 
We're the Retirement Income Store, and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth, and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book and a no-obligation call with an income specialist. 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store. Where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. Eric Metaxas here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family. And one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? And the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager and Graham Lotz and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. When Jesus began his Sermon on the Mount by blessing the poor, the sick, and the needy, was he outlining a radical agenda for social change? Was he calling his followers to a life of social activism to help the homeless and starving? Or was he addressing something entirely different? John MacArthur gives you a fresh and challenging perspective on what it means to be a Christian on the next Grace to You. So join me, John MacArthur, and study along on Grace to You weekday mornings at 8 here on WLQV. That's so true. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss here on the Bible Talk program. Uh, Just wanting to uh, invite you to our Sunday services uh, where I'm preaching at the 11 o'clock service. And we're looking at the, the Satan series. The Satan series, how God uses Satan. Yeah. Didn't know that, did you? He does in some very remarkable and startling ways. So definitely, I think that uh, uh, this sermon series is a real help uh, to help us in spiritual warfare. Uh, Very insightful verses of Scripture uh, will be used. So we encourage you to come, if you can, uh, 11 o'clock service, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River at Oakman. 11 o'clock, come and uh, bring your Bibles with you. You will feel you won't feel right if you're strictly and you don't have a Bible. Also remember that's right. And remember uh, uh, also tomorrow, that's Thursday, from twelve to one o'clock, the hard sayings of the Bible. The hard sayings of the Bible, where we have a Bible study where we take apart uh, so-called contradictory passages of Scripture. There are none, but we're going to show you how to unravel the ones that appear to be that way to folks. All right, Sister Marsh, what is our Next definition. Our third um, 
Well, we don't want to give the definition, but uh, we want to give a couple of words that will perhaps help with the definition. Uh-huh. And that would be, what is permanent love? Right. What is permanent love? We uh- talked about polygamous love, temporary love, which I de- definitely Christians want to stay away from either one of those. So now we want to focus on permanent love. And what is permanent love? All right, what is permanent love? That's right, that's the definition. And of the uh, three, uh, like you said, polygamous love, temporary love, this one sounds good. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> this one sounds fantastic. But then, before we even break down permanent love, because we, we can't give that definition, but that's the definition. And if you think you uh, know what it is, uh, the word, by the way, if you know what this means, then it's your job to give us a call. Guys, that number to call is area code... Uh, 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, sisters, if you're listening, you can call as well. Give us a definition of permanent love. What does permanent love mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So when we talk about that, though, what about just love in and of itself? What does love mean, Sister Moss? Um, love means to have an uh, emotional, um, it involves emotional, physical, um, it, it, it encompasses uh, uh, quite a bit. Uh, we, know, we know, first of all, God is love. Uh, we know that, and we know the way he showed us love uh, by sending his son to die on the cross for our sins while we were yet sinners. Uh, but uh, love can be sacrificial. It has to be. And First Corinthians, you know, it talks about love, what love is. You know, love uh, Love can put up with some things that, uh, it's, first of all, it's long-suffering. So, I mean, when you ask me what is love, it, it encompasses quite a bit. So now I'm going to uh, turn it back over to you and ask you to talk about what love is. Well, I'll tell you what, really, you kind of summed it up when you gave the, the chapter, right? First Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. My goodness, all you've got to do is read that, and uh, you have That's a right. perfect definition of what, of what love is. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, uh, Sister Moss, we got to take a break, but we'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The death of Ahmad Arbery, a young black man in Georgia, has highlighted some big issues in the rule of law. Last week, we saw an arrest of two white men charged with murder and aggravated assault and the fatal shooting of the 25-year-old. Once video of the incident surfaced on social media, the story rightfully exploded all over the media and in the public consciousness. Many are rightly asking why it took 74 days between the shooting and an eventual arrest. The attorney general in Georgia on Sunday announced doing just the right thing, that Georgia would ask the United States government through the Department of Justice to conduct an investigation, as the DOJ is uniquely equipped to do. This is exactly what the rule of law looks like, and we'll be watching the case closely. For now, our prayer must be with the Arbery family and with the entire community as they grieve their loss and as we look for justice. I'm Albert Moeller. ADF, fighting for those whose religious freedom is being violated. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. 
Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. During difficult times, it's important not to be frozen by fear or complacency, thinking that Congress, the Fed, or your current financial planner will fix the impact of the pandemic on your retirement savings. The bottom line is, no one else is going to care about your retirement the way you do. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth, and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book and a no-obligation call with an income specialist. 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Right, that number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss and Sister Moss. We're going to go to uh, Yvonne in Farmington to see if she can give us a definition of permanent love and get the women another point. Hi, Yvonne. Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is so easy. Oh. If you're a Christian and you don't know the answer... You better get on your knees and repent. <laughs> the one, the one word, agape. That is the same love that God has for us, which is permanent. And we don't have that ability ourselves to love someone else permanently. But praise God, we're not in ourselves. We're in Christ, so we can do it through Christ. Well, I'll tell you what, Sister Moss, after hearing that, I don't see any way how we could refuse her. That's right. <laughs> I guess I told you. <laughs> that, that, that is a, 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 I mean, it's well said. It might not have all the words we have here, but my goodness. What is the definition, Sister Moss? Two long-lasting feelings, long-lasting feelings, positive regard for the love object that never ends. And that is something that definitely, sh- it definitely should should be in a marital relationship because what it says, when God has joined together, let no man put us under. And, you know, we're called to be one flesh, and it's supposed to be a lifetime commitment. So that's definitely something that should be a part of a lifetime, your lifetime commitment to one another. Yeah, you're right. In the, in the scripture we have over in uh, Song of Songs, uh, mm-hmm. Eight and uh, six says, "Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For mm-hmm. love is as strong as death; it's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like a blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love; rivers cannot 
wash it away. I mean, wow. Can't be washed away. Cannot be washed So good. Very good uh, definition. So the women, I give it to you reluctantly, Yvonne. You got yes. it, girl. Yes. You got it going on, okay? Thank you. We women got Thank it. Thank you. No, yeah, you women. Let's get her off the air in a hurry. She's just making too much noise. <laughs> All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, hang on. Uh, we got a call to James. But before we go to James... We need to throw out this challenge. Yes, we do have time for another challenge, so we'll throw that out. Okay. And that next challenge is this. What is rebound love? Yeah. Rebound. What is rebound love? love? Now, that's this is a difficult one. So, so if James, if you get this one, man, okay. if you get this one, James, all I can say is you the man. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to James and see what he can do. Rebound love. James, how you doing? Oh. I'm good, Pastor Moss and, and Sister Moss. How are you guys? Good, good. God bless you. What is rebound what? love? Oh, my goodness. I wanted the permanent love, and I get the rebound. <laughs> I get the rebound love. You, you got rebound love, brother. What is it? <laughs> okay, okay. So rebound love is when someone, um, Let's. I, I'll give the best definition I can. Okay. When someone, when someone is, um, falls in love with uh, a person and they lose that person or whatever it is, like, you know, um, um, let's say like um, uh, a person has been married for, let's say, maybe 10 years or so, Uh and something may happen in their lives, tragic or something happens. And before they are fully recovered or before they are really able to completely love again, they might meet someone and fall in love and thinking it's true and um, a real good love to them, and it's actually just something that happened on a rebound. It just came in there. They could they could um, um, fall out of love because it's not it might not be the love that they truly are looking for. James, mm-hmm. James, write your book. Are you Doctor <laughs> Phil in disguise? Is this Doctor <laughs> Phil just describing just disguising his voice, man? Would well, you know what? You yeah. know what? I wanted. To, I wanted. I wanted. To, I wanted to, uh, uh, the other one was permanent love. Uh-huh. I wanted that one because I was gonna say that's the love that I, I got from my wife. Because well, we, I'm, I'm always going. Well, gonna I'm sorry. We don't. Need, we don't need that. What you can. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen. I know. This is what we got for you. <laughs> because of you, brother, we got it tied up. But that was an excellent. Don't you think that I know you? I know you're just turning green with envy over there, Sister Mom. But is oh, it? No, is no. It, actually, he just. I mean, he just. I mean, he just knocked he, it out the ballpark. That thing is almost like he's reading from a book, right? Uh, read read yeah. the definition, uh, Mary. Yeah, it says uh, the definite. Uh, the definition is longing to be with someone, almost anyone, to heal the emotional pains and grief from a relationship that just failed. I mean, so excellent. excellent. That, in, in fact, people have to be aware of that too. Never mm-hmm. rush quickly from one relationship to the other, and then mm-hmm. if a person has been in a relationship and they're trying to get with you. Make sure that they give you give them. You tell them to give themselves time to get That's over right. that relationship. Because if not, then you know it's it's hard for them to give of themselves. They've got to grieve the one before they get into the other. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Well, thank you. Amen. All right. He did a fantastic job, and that. Uh, 
I, I guess that ties us up, huh? Men too? Yeah, it ties us up, but I'd like to read a scripture here too uh, very quickly, uh, Pastor, uh, Philippians 4 and 6. Yes. Um, and, and it reads like this. It says, uh, be anxious for nothing. That's right. But in everything by prayer and supplication it's where we want to uh, make the focus, uh, 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 where we want to have a, a major focus is that not being too anxious about anything. And when someone, um, you know, gets caught up in uh, the rebound love, they're anxious. They just want to hurry up and have somebody just to, you know, help them to get over the grief and, and to get over the loneliness, you know. And, and as the brother said, you know, they think they're falling in love and actually they're just kind of, you know, they're kind of trying to numb the pain. Yeah, you're right. All they want really is just attention at that time. Yeah, and yeah, you have to be yeah. careful because you can, they'll come on so strong till you think it's genuine and it may not it's be. Not. Well, Sister Mars, we're right up at the end. Uh, basically, we tied today, but we're going to continue with this challenge next time. Uh, men too, females too, somebody's going to break it. So we're going to hear both themes. That's the women, the new version of Wonder Woman. Now the men. There you go. We got our capes on. The S is on our chest. Here we go. Tied up at least this time, brothers. We tied with the women. We're doing pretty good. Next time, we're going to take them to task. There we go. Well, Sister Marsh, your superman is coming home. Well, thank God for that. And you're the Wonder Woman. (laughs) Well, great to have been with all of you uh, uh, today. And we're going to continue with this. We have some other definitions here. We won't even give them to you. But we have described polygamous love, temporary love, permanent love, rebound love. Listen, when someone says the word love, always understand it can have more than one meaning. And Absolutely. only true love, that permanent kind of love, is what you need to be looking at. This That's is Pastor it. Moss and Sister Moss saying good night. God bless. Sponsored by Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.